This is a place. This is a place. This is a place. We want to talk about. This is a place. Welcome to this week's episode of This is a Place podcast. My name is Nate, and with me is a guy who believes that shaved ice is no joke. Brandon. I do believe that. And I believe that there is a science to the shaved ice. So it's nothing you should joke about. There is a science. But... I think we're getting ahead of ourselves already. I'm sure that our guest can elaborate more on what I'm talking about. We're going to bring him in already. Yeah, let's just let's just do it. Let's just do it. For the first time ever on this is a place podcast, we have Matt Baxter. Matt, thanks for coming to the show. I think. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> sorry already. <laughs> it's gonna be a long one. He's just laughing because he's just showing. <laughs> <laughs> no. Why'd you say that? I was going to keep all this in until you messed it oh, up. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> just do a little. I could have. I, like was... a little. <laughs> he showed us his. My grandma listens to this show. Hey, thanks for having me on. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> we decided to bring you on for this episode because, you know what? It's been a while. It's been a while since you've been on. It has been a while. I felt that. Uh, I love listening every week. And I thought, you know what I'm missing is hearing my own voice. So um, I text you and I said, hey, can I be on? And uh, so here we are. That's not true. That's not how it went. I I had to pay you. That's right. So I texted you the money. Let's tell the truth. You texted me and said, I have a great idea for an episode. Okay. Without telling me that you wanted to be a part of it, I knew because you recommended this thing that you wanted to be on it. So it didn't even have to be a conversation. I just said, okay, when are we recording? Because obviously you're going to be a part of it. Yeah, that's true. And we also feel a little bad, Matt, that we talked about Salt Lake Community College without bringing you on, since that's kind of your area of expertise, right? That's all right. I enjoyed you know, that guest brought something that I couldn't bring, which was the student experience, however long ago it was. Um, so I thought it was a great episode. You know, that Salt Lake Community College is also in the news right now. I don't know if you saw. So they don't discriminate. Against uh, pregnant women? Oh, they, they do, do discriminate. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so basically, there is a pregnant student who asked to get help um basically she needed help with her work and was asking for additional time uh for an assignment or something like that and was basically told to lighten her load because she's pregnant and shouldn't be doing that much work so that was all over the news this week and unfortunate but you know why it was on the news though because every time we do an episode it pops up in the news. Not our episode, but the topic. Oh, that's a good point, Brandon. We lead, we lead the charge on everything. Well, I'm a little nervous about this episode because we're calling it Murder at the Snow Cone Shack. And uh... <laughs> <laughs> I 
Is this a prophecy episode? I hope not, because, you know, it's funny. I actually Googled, like, crimes in Utah snow cone shacks to see if there was possibly a murder at a Utah snow shack. And unfortunately, I should say, there has not been that I could find. There was a guy. Murders, no. But, but crimes will get to crimes. Crimes, yes, but not murders. But the interesting thing is, if you Google search outside of Utah, there's actually quite a few murders at snow cones places outside of Utah. I think every episode we have, we got to do some background and find out if there was a murder at the location or at the business or if the person we're interviewing is a murderer. Matt, <laughs> um, potential. I guess there are tigers that are murdered. Well, I know. Matt Blues got murdered in the (laughs) playoffs. Yeah, they did. No, they played pretty well against Colorado. Um, They're the only team that's beaten Colorado so far in the playoffs, so that's pretty good. Yeah, they did make me a little nervous, but two games away from the cup. Well, by the time this airs, it could be one game away. I have nothing to say about hockey. So I bet New York fans were saying that when they were up two to nothing in the series. Okay, we can change subjects to make it so that Brandon can be involved. No, Let's no, no. Switch... We can transition it because hockey, icing, snow cones. No, not where I was going, Brandon. Not where I was going. Okay, all right. Well, I just you, want to touch briefly the Utah Jazz uniforms. Oh man. <laughs> Does anybody else think that because of COVID, they had so many extra junior jazz uniforms laying around that weren't used? So they're just going to recycle them into the jazz uniforms this year. So My daughter plays purple ones, not the black and yellow ones. Yeah, because that's what they look like. They look like the rec league uniforms. My yeah. daughter plays junior jazz, and those jerseys are more exciting than the new jazz jerseys. So don't be knocking on the junior jazz jerseys. Those ones are nice. <laughs> so these, that's, well, maybe it was a misprint, and they just had a whole bunch of leftover jerseys, and so they have to use them. So here we go. I don't know. I feel like I feel like the. I know it's only been a few days since they've announced the new colors, which we kind of knew was coming, anyways. But I don't think the feedback's been very, very well. What's the word I'm looking for? Accepted by the general public. I will say um, I ride tracks to work and I work at Gateway. And they have the note out in front. And they constantly change it. So it was black and then it was bright yellow. And then it was green and yellow. And then I noticed last week it was the mountains and it was purple and blue. And I'm like, that is the greatest. That is so good. And then that same day is when I saw the new jerseys revealed. They have so many cool jerseys. And why did they go to those? I know. I never liked the mountain jerseys back in the 90s anyways. I, I just never liked it. It just sucks that that's the time that they were relevant and playing in the finals. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't matter. I'm still kind of bitter watching the Golden State Warriors win this last week. Just brought up some bad memories of Jazz not being there. So I'm moving on to other sports like hockey. If it weren't for the Avalanche this year, I'd be pretty depressed as far as sports go. But the Avalanche seem to be pulling. See what happens with 
the baseball season. I think that's all we got left right now is baseball, right? And speaking of baseball, I got a clip I want you guys to listen to, right? You might have heard this before. Uh, my parents didn't know what to do with me. They got me in a little league baseball. I played out in right field because I stunk. <laughs> but you don't know. You just show up, you know. I got my glove. You any good? I don't know. My mom told me to come out here. We'll get out in right field. Okay. Turn around, you moron. Ho, oh, okay. Not the whole way. Ho, oh, only some. Some way. I never knew what was going on out in right field. All I knew is at the end of the game, I'd get a free snow cone. That's all I knew. Yeah. I'd be out there. Oh, free snow cone. Free snow cone. Brian, what's the score? Free snow cone. Free snow cone at the end of the game. If you play, they're going to give you a free snow cone. Even if you play half game, you get the whole, you don't get a half snow cone. You get a whole snow cone for half the game. The people that play whole game get a whole snow cone, and the people that play half game get a whole snow cone. So it's always whole, always whole snow cone. So I'd rather play half game. I'd rather play half game. Still get the whole snow cone. How many outs, Brian? Great! I'm going to get grape or cherry. They're both favorites. So either one is good. If they have both, I get grape, though, because that's a little more favorite. But if they don't have grape, it's like, oh, that's fine, because cherry's favorite anyway, you know? It's like another favorite, but not as much. Not as much favorite. But they're both good. They're both good. Have you listened to Brian Regan before? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's, I need much moosin. I can't. I can't hear the word snow cone without thinking of Brian Regan. So now our listeners know why. I identify with that same logic because I played little league baseball and I hated it, but I did love the snow cones. My only fond memories of baseball were the snack shack. They actually, at the South Jordan Leagues, where we play softball, have a snack shack that they were trying to get going. It doesn't have the same appeal with adults as it does with kids. Because I think after like a year doing it, they're like, this is worthless. <laughs> Nobody's buying anything. Because, I mean, you go to, we don't really have spectators at our games, you know, and all the adults are playing with the money and they don't really bring their kids. So I don't think it made much money. But for youth baseball, absolutely snack bar was was a big deal ours didn't make sense because of course at the end of each game you'd get a ticket and you'd go to the snack shack and with one ticket you could get two pieces of gum or a budget treats but like two pieces of gum or a scone and it's like those are not equal things at all so everybody would go and get scones after the game Where did you uh, i don't play, think Matt? we had snow shack i played in the kerns pony league oh okay now we're talking about baseball instead of snow cones they go hand in hand though but they go, yeah yes they do but yeah we're talking about snow cones today that's the official official topic murder at the snow shack mm-hmm. and i read online which 
has to be true. Snowy, isn't that a snow, snow cone brand? They do like the snowy ice and you can buy your own home machine, which is really right. cool. But one of their executives or something was in Park City a year or two ago. And he says that um, shaved ice or Utah is becoming the shaved ice capital of the world, especially Salt Lake City. We love all the treats. doesn't matter what it is. Right. There are snow cones all around the valley, snow shacks during the summer. And when I served my mission in Portland, there were no snow shacks anywhere. I noticed that. Really? Um, yeah. There's like hardly any snow shacks around. And in fact, one of my last areas, like three weeks before I left, this family bought a snow, uh, snow shack. And I actually taught them. They had the same um, snow machine that we used where Brandon and I worked. And so I taught them how to use it uh, to make the best ice. So they're very appreciative. I don't know how it went, but there, there really did. There wasn't much competition because there were no snow shacks in Portland. How about New Jersey? No, never really snow shack. Which is interesting because twenty-five years ago, some guy got murdered in New Jersey at a snow. Well, actually, I think he was one of those street vendor like the push the cart type snow cone oh yeah those those are all over the place and then matt's comment brings up another question for me you guys used to work at a snow cone shack yeah that's the whole reason why matt introduced this idea and i knew right away that he wanted to be a part of it because my first job maybe his first job i don't know was at the thomas snow shack yeah yeah, it was my first job, and I don't know if there was an official name, but it was owned by my father-in-law, who I live with now. Um, and uh, yeah, they own two snow shacks, one on 6200 South and 20th East. There's the store, and it was right in front of there, and then one on 9th East and Fort Union Boulevard in front of the Alberts or the Smiths. Yeah, it's actually on that corner there. And we got a ton of business at that one. You were excited to work at that shack because if you worked at nights there, you'd get tons of money and tips. But if you wanted a slow day where you didn't have to do much, you'd want to work at the store because there wasn't as much traffic. So how long did they have the snow shacks? I am not sure. I think, let's see, they got them when I was in eighth grade. So that was 2007. They probably got rid of them in 2012. They probably sold them in 2012. So they had them for a little bit. Uh, Alan, my father-in-law, bought them so that his kids would have jobs. And his idea was that eventually they would take over, run them, and that would help pay for their school. Uh, But it just became something that nobody wanted to do. So he sold the snow shacks off. But it was great for Brandon and I and a bunch of our friends friends in high school or junior high that wanted a job it was an easy first job and surprisingly like the hourly wage was about the same anywhere else you'd go at that age but we made tons of money and tips yeah you can make good money in tips oh i was gonna ask that like what were the tips like like they were good i can't remember i think the most i got was 58 dollars in one night 
Would you be a, I mean, we need to have a whole episode on this, the tipping game, but would you be expecting a tip? Was it a surprise? Were you mad if somebody didn't give you a tip? I don't know about Brendan. I never expected a tip. Did you have like a little tip jar or they just? Yeah. Okay. In fact, Brendan, I don't know if you remember this. We had to, um, there's like a metal tray that comes out and we'd have to bolt the tip jar to the tray because people had stolen them before. And there was one time where they went to grab it and didn't know it was bolted. And it like, it just caught them off guard and they almost ate it and then just ran off. Sorry about that. It was bolted, but I did remember we had to, anytime we got bigger denominated bills, you have to stuff them down below in the case that someone would steal or try to hold you up. Yeah, it was always a good rule. You'd want to put a few dollars in there. So when you started your shift, you usually, I would, I'd take like a dollar, two or three dollars out of my wallet, yeah, put it in there. Yeah, so it looks like people have already tipped you. And then throughout the night, you'd clear out your tip jar. So it didn't look like you had too much, but it looked like people were tipping you. So, Ooh, strategy. Shows like you it, it was okay. Strategy. Like, I'll accept these tips. And I have. Yeah. So that was a nice part of it. I remember growing up working at Classic Skating. There was a kid who came in a lot. And he worked at a snow shack over by the Contwood Mall. So I could just get some Classic Skating passes. And he would basically trade me snow cone for a Classic Skating pass. I remember that summer was fun. You just reminded me of a little scandal that somebody got in trouble for when we... So the one on 6200 South and 20th East across the street is a subway and our friend worked there. And so the deal was if she came over, we would let each other know our shifts. So she'd come over and get free snow cone and we'd go over there and get free subs, which was not even at all. And then she got caught and in big trouble. Um, But those free subs were great. While they lasted. lasted. (laughs) Same thing. There's a rumby in front of Smith's and we used to, um, we just give them punch cards, but we'd give them like a stack, like a ton to make it worth it. 10 punch cards for a free snow cone and they'd give us free meals. But oh. they actually, they stopped that as well. So Brandon, you, you might not have known about that one. No, I wasn't involved in that one. But I only worked there, I don't know about you, Matt, I only worked there for one summer. I think, was it sophomore year? And if I can be completely honest, and I've told you this already, I have absolutely no memory of you working there. I do not remember you working there, and I'm sorry. That's okay. So yeah, I worked there one summer, and I think the novelty of it for me was the free snow cones. Because you could just be there. I mean, as we heard from Brian, his favorites were grape and cherry. But maybe that's just because he didn't know how good the other flavors were. Because he was too scared to try them and risk that free snow cone you know but the nice thing about working at a snow shack you could try all sorts of combinations and flavors and then you could really know what was the good stuff and then recommend it to people but after probably two shifts i was sick of snow cones (laughs) so what ones would you recommend brandon what were your favorites i don't remember no 
I I would do a combination of a grape and a tiger's blood and something else. I can't remember. It was that's too bad. What what was your favorite? What was your go to? There's a few. I loved. We had a French vanilla, so French vanilla with cream, which is was half and half. That was way good. Or pina colada with cream. The weird flavor that I loved that nobody liked, and it was my favorite, was a. Uh, red hot which is just tastes like a hot tamale and then every now yeah, like and then like a I'd... pink champagne one too people loved that one i was not a fan people got that all the time yeah it wasn't my favorite either that was gross but uh i also occasionally would have root beer um which was okay although so we used to do this thing i don't know if you did it but there's an extra large, which was $4, but it was way too much. And whenever people got it, like secretly, we'd be like, there's no way you're going to finish this. This is disgusting how much sugar this is. Um, but we would do a competition. You had to do the extra large challenge. And so you had to pick a flavor that you liked enough to eat an, an extra large, but didn't like so much that you would ruin it. So mine, I picked root beer. So after that, I really couldn't eat too many root beer snow cones because all I could think about was the time I got sick from eating the extra large. I didn't realize how much went into it because it's just these snow shacks are pretty pretty small and so it's just you in there. So you've got to do the mixing of if you needed a new flavor to put in the concentrate in the sugar water or whatever it was and you had to make the snow cones, clean up everything was all on you and it, it made for a long Sticky day, for sure. Did you guys already mention what brand of Snow Shack you worked at? It's Snow Shack, S-N-O, Shack. And that was like the building. And then I'm pretty sure that was the same ice machine we had. The We got rid of those ice machines and we have one in our garage. That is way good, but I can't, can't remember what it's called. Um, but that makes it makes the best ice. Well, this kind of brings us to, we mentioned that Utah's a pretty, pretty big place for snow cones. We have no shortage of snow shacks of all sorts here. So what are you guys' opinions? What are some of the best places, best ice, best place to get a snow cone around town? It's easy. Classic skating. I don't know if they still have their snow cone machine, but... I remember making them in the snack bar. Pretty good quality ice. Yeah, yeah, pretty pretty similar to probably snowy. Kind of like the snow snowball effect. And that's a question I guess I bring up too is what type what type of ice do you guys prefer in your snow cone? Do you like yeah. the snow brand or you like the kind of chunky icy one? slushy type feel i do like that from time to time but i think usually the the snowy is the best yeah for sure the snow the snow is the best there is a place by my old house in west jordan that was just packed all the time and me and my wife would drive by and be like why like do people not realize how terrible it is because it was like the crushed ice and then they pour the flavor on it and it wouldn't even stay on it because it was just crushed ice. 
Right. And this, West Jordan High, right? Yes. And they've got like seats out there and everything. And it's always packed. And it's terrible. It was no terrible reason. ice. I think they just didn't know any better. But for one summer, uh, we let that Macy's on 7800 South. There was a, a snow shack in front of that Macy's. And that it resembled our snow shack a ton. So me and my wife started going there a lot. And then they didn't return. But we loved that snow shack. I really enjoy the, I don't even know how you pronounce it, and I've probably asked them a hundred times, but the Hokulia or Hokulia. We'll be right back. You love listening to podcasts, but have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Maybe you want to build a brand, grow your business, or are looking for an excuse to talk about your favorite hobby. Whatever your reason for making a podcast, Buzzsprout is the place to start. Since 2009, Buzzsprout has helped over 300,000 people launch their own podcasts. Buzzsprout walks you step-by-step through the whole process and will give you powerful tools to start, grow, and monetize your podcast. Ready to get started? Click the link in the show notes to get our free step-by-step guide to starting your podcast today. They seem to be everywhere now, but I think they do a really good job. I could keep eating those all day. Is that, do they have like the ice cream in the bottom? Yeah, they do the ice cream in the bottom. I've never, I've never had that kind. They're, they're really good. The, the, the snow, it's more of a snow consistency and you can get it with the ice cream in the bottom and then also snow capped with the cream on top. It's pretty good. And we go there quite a bit in the summer they usually have one they used to have one of the reams kind of close to where nate and i lived but the one that we go to now is by the smiths on 47th the smiths on 47th and what and 40th hmm. banging it right yeah my I, I was going to mention this my um when we bought our snow shacks Lindsay's uncle had an, a wife. They are now divorced because she was an idiot. And she thought that it was free money to own a snow shack because you're bringing in so much money. And we're like, that's not how it works. She will put hers out in front of a Smith's on 90th South. And uh, they got robbed at gunpoint one night, uh, which is crazy. That never happened to us. And I don't think that ever happened at our snow shack. The worst it we'd get was like a counterfeit bill. But, um, yeah, and that was in a nicer area, like in South Jordan. They got robbed at gunpoint. I think at that location they have a Hokulia now. And those are really big. They have multiple people working there. A big, almost trailer. And they've got so many flavors. At least two people working every time, maybe more. Which I wonder overhead and markup on that one compared to a little small shack like you guys used to work at what's more beneficial to own we would create the the flavors we'd mix them and i'd imagine it's not too much money what goes into making that but then everything else involved i mean there's costs so that markup is i'd imagine it's not the biggest money maker but with what you're getting, just snow or ice and sugar, 
pay a pretty penny. Plussed it. Did you ever experiment, Brandon? Try to put like, um, I don't know, because we did half and half, but have you ever exper experimented in trying to put other flavors in snow cones or other, I get condiments, but that's not the right word. What do you mean? Like sprinkles? Sure, maybe sprinkles or like salt or anything, even though salt would melt ice. No, I did not. I, I guess you, sounds like you probably did. Just salt. <laughs> I've done the, what'd you say, half and half? So you put in it or? Yeah, half and half. Yeah, I've done that before. I have a snow cone machine, like one of those homemade ones that does kind of more of the crushed ice, which can be good, but it's more that's good for like drinking sodas or things like that. But my brother-in-law has one of those snowy machines. And when, he, we, when we use his, we do the half and half in the snow cones. It's pretty good. There was one night I was working at the snow cone, snow shack, and um, my girlfriend at the time broke up with me. So I was crying all night and it ended up being a really busy night. So I'm sure my salty tears got into uh, <laughs> some of those people's those snow cones. Those are the extra, extra condiments that you were talking about? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was really embarrassing because it really was packed and it was obvious that I was crying. Was your girl girlfriend that broke up with you your now wife? That freaking jerk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why would she? She knew she did the schedule. Why would she break up with me while she knew I was working? <laughs> it was the worst. Well, I want to hear more about this whole breakup. Obviously, it worked out. Yeah. Well, I I I don't remember. That's that's kind of where I met Lindsay, and like uh, the way I would flirt with her is to be my straight face, sarcastic self. And so we were switching, and she it was she was supposed to get there at like three o'clock, and it was like three o two, and she didn't know me well. And I opened, she knocked on the door, and I opened it from the inside, and I was like, just straight faced, you're late. And she was like, sorry, and I'm like, just don't be late again. <laughs> and then I left, and that was my way of like flirting with her. Oh, it worked out in the end, I guess. I know it's a little too late, Matt, but usually when you get to that point when you're walking away, you say, just kidding, have a good night. You don't just keep walking. I, I think to me that was like part of the joke is that she didn't know if I was being serious or not, um, which was pretty funny. But, I mean, it did work out. That was the summer. Yeah, um, it probably was like two weeks after that we were going to Lake Powell, the first time I was ever going. And I was working at the Snow Shack and at the time my best friend Ryan uh, which is Lindsay's brother, he was working at the other snow shack. And so I called him and I'm like, what's up? I'm like, it's way dead. And he's like, yeah, it's dead here too. And I was like, hey, so when we go to like pal, I'm going to put the moves on your sister. And he just laughed. He's like, all right, that's fine. And um, so that's always been like the family joke. As I called Ryan, we were both working at the snow shack, told him I was going to put the moves on his sister. And then I did, I got her number after that trip and that night I told her I liked her and she replied and said, cool. And I was like, oh man, I totally screwed up. And then, uh, then it's because she said, cool. And then she started typing a reply to you, but obviously back in the day, you couldn't see people were typing. 
and she was texting me to tell me she liked me as well. So that's where it all started for me and Lindsay. So you really have snow cones to thank for everything you have. If you want to, this should actually yeah. be romance at the snow shack rather than murder at the snow shack. I would tell her how much I love her right now and just how I truly feel about her, which I would never tell her to her face. But <laughs> she, she won't listen to this episode, so I'll just keep it to myself. Maybe we should all express love for our wives to see who really listens and who lies. Okay. Well, that's kind of funny you bring that up, Brandon, because like last week we did the subject we want to talk about anymore. And my wife asked me, did we only watch that so you could do it for your episode? I'm like, I'm like, I said, you obviously did not listen to the episode to hear the history of why we did that episode. So my wife doesn't listen either is the moral of the story. My wife has listened to it in the past. I know that was something she used to listen to at work, but I guess we don't intrigue her enough to they hear enough from us already all the time. This That's is just true. an opportunity for us to come talk and they get rid of us for an hour or so. Yeah. And then this cost us money to do till lately. We got ads. <laughs> if you haven't noticed. We're f- yeah. So I don't know if we should apologize or thank our listeners for letting us put the ads in there so we can subsidize our fees. I had one listener complain and say we went to corporate, but I guess he's not that upset because he's uh he's just doing this podcast with us today. That's right. Yeah, I don't want to be listening to your podcast and then hear that the voice that's not even it I don't think it's either of you. Like, <laughs> it's not we'll right back. No, it's not. So I mean I um, I could go in and record one add the music, do our own transition, but that's just too much work. We'll we'll get there. Once we really start making money at it, then we'll put some effort yeah. into it. Maybe. You know what would make it easier, though? If you use Squarespace. Squarespace is the simple tool that you can use. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> it's like people are just going to do things just because they're going to get paid. I do have one last thing that I need to mention about a snow shack and what determines if it's going to be a good snow shack or not. And that is the fakey snow cone. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. The one hanging in the window. Yeah. The show. And it's like that fakey ice. It looks, it doesn't even look real. It's like the fakey ice cream cones they have at Disneyland. Yeah. And that top, you can tell it's a fake. It's just a fakey top. It's too perfect. But I know exactly what you're talking about, yeah. We had to throw in that joke, Nate, because we both listen to the Office Ladies podcast, and they cannot go a single podcast without saying fakey 500 times. Yeah. Just so you're aware. They say the word fakey. Like, you know, talking about props. Yeah, they threw that bottle at his head, but it was a fakey bottle. They just say fakey all the time. Oh. Before I started working at the snow shack, I was hanging out with Ryan and somebody gave us a fakey $20 bill. And, um, it's the same guy from Springville. No, uh, it was a lady okay. and you know, it's kind of hard to see faces. The windows like low, it's an awkward spot. 
So we, I mean, we kind of saw her face, but there was another part of her body that was noticeable. And so Ryan told his mom what? what he noticed about this lady. So when the cops got there, she was like, Ryan, tell the officers what you told me. And Ryan was like, she was flat chested. And the officers just started laughing. <laughs> and they wrote it down as her description. <laughs> so the flat-chested flat, flat -chested lady gave us a fakey $20 bill. And, uh, and the way we actually found out is for whatever reason, Ryan didn't put it in the till. He left it on the counter. And the counter was wet and the colors bled through. And it was, it was a bad fake. It was obvious. He was embarrassed. And I don't think he ever accepted a fake bill after that. It was, it was really bad. But that was my fakey $20 bill story. So I'm glad you brought that up, Brendan. I, I have one more thing. Um, and this is just for you two. Every summer, my neighborhood gets together and we bust out the snow maker and we do snow cones. So... I will have to let you know, let you guys know when we do it this year and you can come over and have some real good snow cones. Uh, Why is Matt telling this, this now? Why do we not have a party first at Matt's house, have snow cones, and then record the episode? Done. Well, it's a secret. We're doing this backwards. Yeah, it's a secret. Maybe that can be our first podcast meetup hosted by Matt. Providing the snow cones to all our listeners. I love it. No. I love it. Well, two, two of your listeners will be there. So, but yeah, we do do them. And actually my father-in-law, Alan's a manager at RC William. Every summer they do a party at Sugar House Park. And we also do snow cone, free snow cones there. And the line for the free snow cones, just it, it, everybody comes through and gets at least one. So. Whoa. And they didn't even play a baseball game to get them? They didn't even have to play a baseball game to get them. Let me know oh. when that takes place, too. Yeah, I'll keep you guys posted. It's it's a pretty exciting time. Actually, I think, you know what? It's Sunday day that they do the party. It's on a Sunday since RC Willie's open Monday through Saturday. Only time people can go is Sunday. So they do it Sunday. And then Sunday night is when we do the neighborhood thing because we have all the ice and we have everything out then. So it's the same day. So we can double up. Yeah, you could. Well, my nephew works at a place called the Hama Bucks, which isn't a Utah company until he leaves and soon on his mission. But I think he's quitting. But I want to go check it out. But every time I go, it's in Draper, to check it out. And I sent him a, send him a text. He's never working when I'm in Draper. but It's pretty um, bad, in my opinion. Bahama Bucks? But it's year-round. You don't have to go to a Reams parking lot. I was going to say, a funny story about him, too, is that, you know, Big Buddha does his, like, spotlights on local businesses on Fox 13. So he did one on Bahama Bucks. Caleb, shout out to Caleb, my nephew who works there, was the one they interviewed. And I might be saying this incorrectly, but Buddha asked him what was his, his favorite snow cones. And he's like, I just like the white ones. And just the look on Buddha's face could it sound like he's being racist. I just like the white ones because he's allergic to food coloring is the reason why he can only eat the the white ones. So he had to explain himself. But just the way it came off, it sounded very racist. <laughs> it, was, it was kind of funny. It reminds me of that episode of The Office when they go back and see the footage of Steve Carell or Michael when he was a kid on that TV show. 
and he says, I want to grow up and get married and have a hundred kids so I can have a hundred friends and they have to play with me or whatever he says. And the puppet's just like, <laughs> just a look on his face. Yeah. And if anybody else there knows any mama pops, no shacks that we should check out, as you can tell from the advertising in our episodes now, we can be bought. So if you want to give us some free snow cones, we'll come talk about oh, yeah. your place. And I just wanted to say happy Father's Day to you guys. We are recording on Father's Day. Brandon called me daddy today. I actually like that. Daddy, Brandon, can I call you daddy? Yeah. I like that. I like calling you daddy. That's right. It is Father's Day and Brandon's daughter made him a fantastic tie and made one for your father-in-law, who is my bishop. We couldn't tell like when he's sitting on the stand because we could only see the top of his tie. So I couldn't tell if he's wearing a necklace, something, or if it was part of his tie. But that's amazing. Yeah. Is it a peacock? Uh, I don't know what it is. It's just a. This is just a monster. creation of her mind. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, I wasn't that embarrassed to wear it. That is great. Goes with what a cutie. But yeah. Well, happy Father's, happy Father's Day. Day belated father's day and i guess this episode timing is actually perfect because we're officially in summer so what better way to start summer than with an episode about snow cones and murderers thanks for listening to this is place podcast see you next week